Welcome to Catechesis, a digital outreach of First Presbyterian Church of LaGrange. Catechesis is Greek for teaching. That's precisely what we will do with this podcast. Take Christians back to their roots through spoken word and study. Hi everyone, this is the Reverend Laura Neely and I'm one of the pastors here at First Presbyterian Church in LaGrange, Georgia. And this is catechesis, and catechesis is teaching through spoken word. So today we are looking at the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verses 1 through 6. Today in the book of Revelation, this text lands on the fifth Sunday in the season of Easter. This particular passage is, well... The whole book of Revelation is written by John of Patmos. But this particular section lifts up themes of new life, or more specifically, a new heaven and a new earth. After much destruction throughout the book of Revelation, this part is the rebuilding. It's the restoration So let us now hear these words from John's revelation. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God prepared as a bride, adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice coming from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them as their God, and they will be his peoples. And God himself will be with them. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more. For the first things have passed away. And the one who was seated on the throne said, See, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this, for these words are trustworthy and true. And then he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give water as a gift from the spring of the water of life. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. If we look around, culture and society has done a lot to paint the book of Revelation as gloom and doom, the end times and fire and brimstone. And it's true that in Revelation, its author, John of Patmos, writes of dynamic and strange visions. But it's not necessarily the gloom and doom that we expect. The end of the world really isn't where it stops. And I can hear my seminary professor, Martha Morkesh, say, the end of the world as we know it is good news. 
The end of the world is good news. John is writing to the people in Rome. His revelation is in opposition to the empire and all that they stand for. For power, wealth, influence, things that are not God. Throughout this book, he tells a vision after vision of destruction, a tearing down of the oppressive empire. The people have seen the empire destroy their temple and all they hold dear. And so it's important to note that the people believe that the temple was their sole connection to God. That when they went inside the temple, they could commune with God and nowhere else. So with the temple gone, these aren't just people without a place to worship. These are people without a connection to God. This is why it is significant that when we come to the passage today, John presents the coming of a new temple. And this new temple isn't just one new place. The temple inhabits all of the city of the new Jerusalem bringing new meaning to the holy city. This Jerusalem isn't in the heavens, but it is right here on earth. God makes a home among these people who have faced destruction themselves and the oppression of the empire. Now they have hope in God come to earth, a new heaven and a new earth right here among them. This is the good news that John's vision reveals. And not only will God be with them, there will be no death or pain or sorrow. Hearkening back to Jesus' death on the cross, he says, it is done. This time death is finished. And new life is coming into being. A life with Christ on the throne and all that he stands for. Of love and mercy and the internal. There is so much we could unpack in these six short verses. That is the beauty of the language and imagery in Revelation. But this time, I am struck in particular by the naming of God's home as one among mortals, among us in the earthly world. So often we think of God as otherworldly, just briefly touching our world and residing somewhere else. It changes our perception of God to think of God not only as being in this world, but of putting down roots, making this human place God's home, God's house. So we ask ourselves, what is God's home even like? What do you imagine? Where do you see God's home already being built in our world today? These are the questions for you and I to ponder as we prepare for worship this week.
go in peace. Thanks for joining us this week at Catechesis. Be sure to follow along on our websites, lewisandbroad.org and fpclagrange.org. See you next week.